Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Welcome. You're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco, and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And today, I decided to go for a specific uh, year, 2007. NFL okay. season. Okay. This guy's around for that. That's right. Exactly. I figured, uh, you know, you're, you're the young man in the group. We, we weren't going to go back to the thirties or forties or something. You like have that. already. So. <laughs> you got a few of those. I gotta, yeah. Vern and I weren't around in the thirties and forties either, but uh, yeah, I bet we could name some of the stuff for the six from the sixties though. Mm. Right. Even from the fifties, you know, Dick Night Train Lane, right? I'm lucky enough. I think you'll have to hit me on wrestling stuff. Yeah, know. well, we've had enough wrestling for a while, but we'll we'll come. We'll have some wrestling stuff again. Uh, so I wanted to. Um, well, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about baseball. I wanted to find out if they were talking about doing uh, uh, fan noises. You know, because the cardboard cut out. I was there. I was. Uh, I was at. The, I've been at the Coliseum and I've been at Oracle Park. I have. Uh, I have seen and heard. Fan noise, the music pumped up. I, I can tell you all about that. <laughs> okay, we'll definitely want to talk about that. And then uh, what's going on? The NFL is cutting the entire preseason. How about that? Yeah, that was what the players wanted. Gonna miss it. Yeah, so the first few games will, you know, be like a preseason, even though it'll be, you know, it'll count. I think that's fine. No big deal. And then uh, talk a little bit about a couple of the Giants uh, players and the manager for the first time taking a knee. thought that was kind of interesting. I have a little comment about that. And um, let's see, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. By the way, they were the first ones to do a blockchain combination securitized loan. What what is, what what is that? I, you, you, That's where they package a bunch of loans together and then they they sell them and then the the Wall Street boys uh, sell securities uh, based on that. It gets a little complicated, but anyway, hmm. that's for another time. Stay with us, Sports Econ One Hundred and One. I'll be right back.
How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings, and we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at pacificprivatemoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Caldera E01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Lynn and Russell Jackman. So, um, Vern, you said you were at the, the first game last night. Well, yeah, I was there, and I was I was there the, the the day before just to kind of check it out. And it is it is definitely different in attendance there. First of all, there's you know there's the only fans you see are flat cardboard cutouts that you can pay for as low as forty nine dollars and as high as one hundred and twenty nine for the year to have your likeness right there in the stadium. And also, there are two tents that are in the stands behind each dugout and that is where players are seated socially distanced apart bullpen guys uh bench guys whatever that's what instead of a traditional dugout now the managers 
they're in the dugout, just kind of at the top of the steps, kind of observing, watching, uh, trading in signals and, and, and whatnot. And then, yeah, it is fake crowd noise. Fake crowd and everybody's, noise. And everybody's wearing a mask. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, Not the outfielders. The outfielders don't have to wear them. No, they don't have to. I think I think it's kind of I think it's kind of an optional thing, but uh, but most of the hitters were wearing masks. Yeah, because I'm thinking if I'm an uh, you know an outfielder and I got to run a long way, having that mask is going to. They run. don't have yeah. to. Yeah, they they yeah. have social distance. So yeah. let me ask you something. Apparently, they're they're pumping in fan noise in the baseball yes. games. Yes. Now, is it only for the home team? No, it's for both teams. No, it's for it's for it's for both teams. If 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 there's if there's a hit, if there's a fly ball, you hear the crowd noise. And then, and and the noise, and then as soon as the ball is caught or whatever, or, or the runner reaches bases, then 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 they they lessen the crowd. And they have noise. ambient oh, crowd oh. noise. They have ambient crowd noise. It's never totally silent. No. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I bet that would kind of for the veteran players that might throw them off a little bit if it was totally silent. <laughs> I don't. I, th- I actually I think I think it was kind of cool. I mean, it's okay. You know, it's yeah. it, it's it's all right. Yeah, deal with I, it. I didn't miss the crowds as much as I thought I would. I, right. I actually did not miss the crowd activity. Now, from a TV standpoint, are they focusing in on any of the cardboard players? Because they do like, every so often. Oh, every so often, yeah. The, the, they have the them all behind catch. home plate. There's a lot of people who buy. You yeah, know. So they, because otherwise, how would you ever see yourself? I mean, the whole idea of, to buy a cardboard cutout is to eventually see yourself on TV, isn't it? Well, not really. I mean, it's just to kind of get, get, kind of share in the in the excitement of being as close to the game as possible. And there are celebrity cutouts seated in the stands. I mean, get, uh, Tony Larusa was there last night. I mean, there's there, there's yeah. I mean, it, 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 it it's pretty cool. Did they give you the cardboard cutout at the end? I don't know. No. But no? Larusa was there. De- Dennis Eckersley was there. I mean, there there's yeah. There's, no, you pay for the cutout and you get it there for the whole the whole time. But yep. then after the season. What happens to it? I don't after know. The season, they're, they're, after after the season, season, after the season, you 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 get your you you get your own cardboard cutout. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay, yeah. So at least you get something. It's funny. My wife did that for my 40th birthday um, uh, because she knew uh, I was a baseball fan. That uh, she had oh, these really? cardboard cut. She had these cord, cardboard cutouts of, of uh, Mark McGuire's body and my face. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> nice. Funny. Kept them for a while, and then it took up too much space in the house. I think I think for uh, those that were playing in the uh, A's Coliseum, having you know cardboard cutouts wasn't really different from the kind of fans that they normally get in attendance. <laughs> you know, that was that was that was the joke. Third baseman Matt Chapman was made because hey, we're 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 used to not having much of a crowd anyway. So I mean, it's no 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 difference for us. <laughs> Be a little different at uh, at Oracle tonight. Yeah, for sure. yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was going to make a comment about this because apparently, so some of the Giants players and Gabe Kaplan, the uh, manager, took a knee before they the did. football game. They now, did. I, I thought what, what I thought was interesting when I looked at some of the uh, pictures that they had, I was just looking at like Yahoo Sports. They had, it was interesting, they had one player, he had his hand over his heart as he took a knee. And I kind of looked at that and I thought, you know what, that's kind of cool because he's, he, he's sort of like showing respect for the flag, yes. but he's making a statement of, you know, I, I, I really don't like this police police brutality, brutality really, against I, people of color. Yeah, I, I mean, I was not, yep. um, I was not upset or offended. I, I actually thought it was really cool to see that because it was sort of like, again, you know, he's not being unpatriotic or anything like that. He's basically kind of doing both at the same time. I didn't think it was hypocritical at all. 
Yeah, I don't, well, you know, <laughs> as as we all know, and we've beaten this like to death. I mean, it, it is it, it is nothing about being patriotic. It is nothing about the flag. It is all about racial and social injustice against people of color put on by police brutality against blacks. That That's what this is all yeah. about. Got nothing to do with the anthem of the flag. Well, you know, it's interesting is, you know, you go back to Kaepernick who pretty much started this thing. And he did. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, you know, it just, he was like made out to be the evil person. And, and now it's like, it's sort of some people, I mean, you know, most people, I think, the, the majority of people who I think some extremists saw him as an evil person, but I think a majority well, of America actually looked at what he was doing and said, there's nothing evil going on. Well, I, I, I mean, I mean to say that he, he was evil, you know, <laughs> or that, or that taking a knee was evil. I, maybe that was a bad word, but uh, he, he was looked at the ba- as, as kind of the bad guy. Right. I mean, think about it. You know, he stopped playing football after that, not by his own volition. He was already a bench player at that time, too. He didn't give up a yeah, start. Yeah, but I mean, he still could have, you know, he could have easily been traded to any team and, and that sort of thing. But there was just too much ruckus going on in the country, you know, with regard to the football and, and what would happen in the locker rooms. And, you know, a lot of owners just didn't want to take on, I think a lot of owners just didn't want to take on that extra hassle of, of what this could mean in their, on their team. Don't you agree? Well, let's just put the rat on the table. People just didn't get it. They didn't understand why he was doing it. They just saw it and just made a knee-jerk reaction. And just like anything else, it just spread like wildfire. And then all of a sudden, he was toxic, and nobody wanted to touch him. Happens in, yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, that's true. Um, before we cut to the break, I wanted to just uh, mention also about the uh, NFL cutting the uh, preseason. Yeah. What do you think? Nobody yeah, I, is going to miss it. That, yeah, I agree. No. There's no. Just, I, don't, I don't know a single <laughs> football fan. That I've ever met in my entire life who likes the preseason. It, it kind of went the way of uh, the Pro Bowl. I mean, I it just years ago we we would watch it and then it would be like, I don't know, just this this doesn't have the same panache, you know. Well, the Pro Bowl at least <laughs> is already over, so you know, it's people have had enough football. The reason why preseason, it's almost like uh like having to peel off a really difficult wrapper of a candy bar before you can bite into it. It's like, it's like something that it, when you get one of those things that's boxed in one of those clamshell packages that you have to oh, yeah. you know, a, a machete and a chainsaw to try to open up. I mean, you want to get to the thing inside, but you have to get through this very complicated and, <laughs> and, and overbearing you know, packaging to get into it. And, and nobody <laughs> likes four games, four games, especially because it's well acknowledged that the fourth game is on purpose a garbage game with nobody putting any starters in or they put the starters in for 35 seconds and then they're gone. And you only see, you know, uh, 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 you know, the water boys and, you know, whoever else. Yeah, but you still got to you, you got to figure that, you know, some of these guys are still kind of yep, fighting. What happened? Oh, he froze. Oh, what's that? Hello. Yeah, but I, I, I can see it. Yeah, it kind of yeah, broke a little bit, but I can see it. I mean, you got to think that you know these guys—they uh, <clears throat> they're still fighting for a position. They want to kind of show that they got talent. Guys, it's a terrible game, and nobody wants I, to watch. You, oh, they still you, have you, talent. Guys are fighting, but nobody's watching. 
All right, here's our first trivia question. We're talking about the uh, NFL 2007 season. The New England Patriots had one of the greatest seasons in NFL's history, becoming the first team to finish a regular season at 16-0. However, the Miami Dolphins nearly became the first team to go winless in a season since the 1976 Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 1-15. Which team did the Dolphins beat? Ooh, Ooh that's uh, – I, I, I know that answer. Really? Oh, I, yeah. Because I remember the Bears almost had undefeated season, and it was the Miami Dolphins who knocked them off in 85. The 49ers almost had an undefeated season. So. And they almost had one, too. So but basically what we're looking Rams. at is, is uh, in, the, in 2007, Miami Dolphins nearly became the first team to go winless in a season since the 1976 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going one for 15. Which team did the Dolphins beat? Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. 
For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Back to Sports Econ 101 one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackman. Our first trivia question. The New England Patriots had one of the greatest seasons in NFL history, becoming the first team to finish a regular season at 16-0. Talking about the 2007 season. Uh, however, the Miami Dolphins nearly became the first team to go winless in a season since the 1976 Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 1-15. Which team did the Dolphins beat? That would be the Baltimore Ravens. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that because I uh, I still have cronies in Baltimore, and so when that yeah. happened, I uh, you know I sent a couple of texts about hey what's what's going on? You can't you can't win an overtime game against these guys, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's hey that's that's kind kind of how it goes in, in in this wacky world of pro football. And then didn't the didn't the Lions? Have, uh, oh, they ran the table, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. ran the table, yeah. Yeah, between 2000, I don't remember what year. And the Browns. We had the Browns, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Go home yeah. The yeah, hapless Cleveland Browns. I remember the. Uh, I remember that 76 Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Uh, uh, boy, that was kind of fun to watch. I got to say, there was so much bumbling going on. Yeah, the, John was McKay was the head coach of that uh, at that time. and uh, he. John McKay. He was the former coach at the USC at the time. Oh. Then, then he took the job for uh, at Tampa Bay, and uh, those were uh, those added a lot of gray hairs yeah. on his head. But he knew it was coming. Yeah. Speaking of, of gray hairs, um, uh, how many gray hairs do you think Dan Snyder has now? Ooh, wow! Thanks to what's been going on, is that something? Yeah, and we're yeah, still wa- we're still waiting on an official nickname. For the Washington franchise, yeah. they're talking about Red Tails or something like that. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, yeah. but I'll, I'll shake me, wake me when they make a decision, yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, we'll, then, then we'll figure it out. Yeah, I was reading a story about the like the actual logo. You know, they changed it from an R to the face of an in, of a Native American, and apparently the the guy's family was really like honored that they would use his likeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, did did the article didn't say anything about them being upset about the name Redskin, even though we all kind of look at it as like, yeah, that's kind of a kind of that's that's not a happy uh, uh, that that was a derogatory term during the uh, you know the eighteen hundreds and and, uh, and and going forward. But well, like good. like we said last week, I mean, he you know Snyder he he fought it and fought it and fought it to the death, but when yeah. but when the sponsors started pulling out, yeah. when 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 the big money started pulling out, then hey, that's. That was but the what, message. Boy, I, be, I better act. But what I wanted to talk about was the sexual harassment allegation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the 15 that, women. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's one thing when it's he said, she said. But yeah. it's, one, it's another thing when it's he said, they said. Yeah, exactly. 15 and, of them. I mean, that's... And when you get that many people, you know, assembling out to say, you know, you had a, a whole, uh, basically, you know, a culture of sexual harassment going on. So for how many years? BC. It's like twenty years worth. Yeah, yeah. That it was. It was not something that was just 
somebody, you know, giving a pat on the butt or something like that. But it's, it was really ingrained in the DC. The entire, you know, franchise was just, you know, dripping with sexual harassment. I really think that uh, the, uh, the NFL, in its own interest, should make Dan sell the team. Yeah, that was my next question. Legally, uh, Mr. Jackman, can, uh, can that happen? Can they make him sell the team? Yeah. Now, the NFL's never done it, but they certainly have done it in other sports, like what we saw with Donald Clippers. Sterling. Yeah, yeah. but, but wasn't, wasn't, the, wasn't the Carolina Panthers owner, uh, Richardson, wasn't he, wasn't he forced to sell the, the was Carolina he Panthers? Forced to sell or not, or I don't know if he was forced to sell or that they were putting pressure on him and he went ahead and sold it anyway and just said, I want to be out of this thing. I don't remember exactly the details. And then we had the George Shin situation in the NBA, you know, with the uh, Hornets. With, uh, he got, he, he was caught in a corruption scheme and the uh, NBA took the ownership away from, from Shin. What, what, what kind of, what kind of, well, what, 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 what about the, what about the, uh, what about the LA Clippers owner? Yeah. That, with, yeah all, that's... with all those races of Mar- and, and he was forced to sell the Clippers. Yeah, there's Sterling. But Shin yeah. was also for economic, Shin was fired or removed. I mean, it's, it's a club. It's, it's, you know, when you, when you go and you zoom out from it, yes, it's a business, but it's still a club that the, that the membership is something that is decided on between the other members. Well, it's sort of like how they, you know, they told the players, you know, if you do something detrimental to the team, you know, you get fined or suspended or whatever. So it's probably the same thing within the ownership. There's probably rules Mm -hmm. of conduct, aren't there? Yeah, there (laughs) is. Um, Although I don't know why Robert Kraft somehow has gotten a free pass on everything he's ever done. Um, But, but, you know, and then there, there's, you know, I, I think back of like Georgia Frontieri, and how much the NFL wanted to get rid of Georgia Frontieri as owner of the Rams. I think the, the general consensus was, well, she's old. She's going to die eventually. Well, the same thing with the Reds owner, um, Marge Schott. Yeah, Marge Schott. No, they yeah. took away her ability to manage the team. Yeah. They, 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 they removed her. She was still owner, but she was not allowed to have anything to do with uh, the day-to-day operations of the well, team. Uh, so that's interesting. I wonder if they could kind of do the same thing with the Redskins owner, you know, right? I mean, you, you retain ownership, but you don't have any, you know, other kind of power. It's just that Snyder I don't know how much, I don't know how much, I don't, I don't know how much involvement he has in the day-to-day operations of the football team, other than owning the right, outright team. I think he, he, he hires the football guys to, to run the team, but he's still, he's still technically the face of the franchise. But he's so disliked among all the NFL brass and all the people that are involved in the NFL that I don't see. I mean, that's one of the reasons that some of these guys are able to survive like a guy like Robert Kraft is he has a little bit, a modicum of respect among the other owners, but Snyder does not. And I would be surprised if he's at least able to, they don't do like what they did with Georgia Frontieri, which is take away as Mark shot and, you know, take away his management of the team. And just say, okay, you can still own it, but we don't ever want to see or hear your name involved. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Which I got to think that they all have to be billionaires, don't they? Can no, no. Um, uh, Davis is not a billionaire. He's, Mark Davis is not a billionaire? He is not. He's Mark Davis, a, yeah, he's, he's a millionaire. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's, 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 it's Jerry Jones. It's, it's, 
Yeah, it, it's Arthur Blank. All those guys, those, those are billionaires with a B. Really? It's funny because I would have thought that, you know, you'd have to be pretty close to a billionaire to own a team. No, it's, so that's one of the reasons why Davis went with uh, moving the team to Las Vegas, which, by the way, my friend and I were talking about last night. Has there ever been a worse time to move a team yeah. to another location than the Raiders have chosen to move to Las Vegas? Because of the virus? Yeah. Well, yeah, but nobody, you know, I mean, you're moving to a new stadium. You're moving to a new stadium that nobody can attend. Yeah, how, but I, I mean, how, what are you going? What are you going to do? The wheels are already in motion, right? How do you stop that? I mean, yeah, how do you obviously, stop they didn't that? know the virus was coming, obviously. Right? No, they they didn't know the virus was coming, but they built this. First of all, they should have moved a couple of years ago prior to this. That is part. That is the Raiders' fault that they, you know fooled around with saying, well, we're staying, we're going, we're staying, we're going, we're staying, we're going. Now we're going to go. Well, because they took those two years off and didn't move there, now they're going to move to a stadium, a brand new stadium, and the only people that are going to be in the stadium are going to be the Raiders. Nobody I mean, event, I mean yeah, but eventually, like you said, you know, it's, they've already paid for it probably, right? Or, or you know, oh, they, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they couldn't have they stopped it. Um, and maybe it was just a ploy a couple of years ago to uh, – uh, Try to get leverage. Yeah. yeah. But now but now it's the real thing. And they're going to they're gonna walk into a stadium, a brand new stadium, and have no fans in attendance. You know, you might as well have built yourself, you know, uh, 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 just a high school, you know, uh, uh, field. For, you know, it, it, this reminds me, um, back in when the uh, Great Recession was going uh, headstrong and everybody was upset with AIG because they basically said, listen, if you don't bail us out, we're, I mean, the whole country is going to suffer on this. When you right? say Great Recession, I'm going to say which one? Yeah, well, the, <laughs> the one from 2007-8. Okay, going back in the today. old days. And so the thing is, what ended up happening was, I think, it, I'm going to say 2009, uh, they had like some big junket party type of thing uh, after they got bailed out, going to Vegas and having a convention and that you know sort of thing. And people were, were outraged. And what AIG... They, they their their timing of stuff was really kind of poor because they probably should have said, you know what, out of respect for everything, we're not going to go. But what had happened was they paid for that two years before the recession. You know, you, you can't just plan something in a week for that many people at, at a big party, right? You got to plan this stuff a couple of years ago and pay for it. So, but the thing is that the, it was the whole idea of, wait a minute, we're bailing you out and then you're going to have this big uh, you know, massive party at, at costs of X, but it's like, well, what were they going to do? Mm-hmm. They, they, couldn't, they couldn't get the money. Yeah. They, well, I know they couldn't get back the money. So they just thought they'd enjoy it. But again, that was the problem is, is from a, a political standpoint, uh, it, uh, promotional standpoint, it didn't look back. And which by the way, you know, that AIG, they borrowed money uh, from the, the government, basically forced them to borrow this money. They, uh, they got, uh, excuse me, the, the government invested in them. AIG paid back all of the money plus interest. So it was an investment by the government. The government did not actually bail them out. All right. I learned that from someone on the inside. All right. Here's our second question from the year 2007 NFL. Randy Moss broke Jerry Rice's single season receiving touchdown record, but didn't even lead his own team in receptions. Who led the Patriots in receptions in 2007? That's our trivia question. Email edward at sportsecom101.com the answer to that question and stay with us because you're listening to Sports Econ 101 with Edward Brown, Russell Jackman, and Vern Glenn. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. You probably heard about earning high returns investing in real estate through crowdfunding and other online platforms. But do you know where that real estate is located? At Pacific Private Money, we invest primarily in local Northern California real estate, and our clients earn yields of 7.5% secured by deeds of trust at conservative values. To find out more about one of the best-kept secrets in secured high-yield investing, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com or call 415-883-2150. Equal housing lender. License Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. The great thing about facts? They're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Ask for it at Jiffy Lube. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, Russell Jackman, Vern Glenn, we're all here. Second trivia question, the 2007 NFL season. Randy Moss broke Jerry Rice's single season receiving touchdown record, but he didn't even lead his own team in receptions. Who led the Patriots in receptions? All right, just a wild guess. Uh, Rob Gronkowski? No. Uh, Wes Welker? Yes, Wes Welker. Wes Welker, okay. Yep. Very All right. good. All right. Um, so you, you were uh, starting to talk off air about uh, Mark Davis's net worth being how much? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, in 2015, uh, this is this is from the the Sports Econ 101 crack staff research department. It says uh, says he uh, was worth 500 million in 2015. So you figure, well, five years later, he's probably a little north of that. 
he's still a multimillionaire with an M. Not, not, in, the, not in the billionaire's club yet. So uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you a trivia question that I asked many uh, a few years ago. Uh, what sport costs the most money to own? In other words, you, it has the most billionaires. I guess that's better the, the, the question because you pretty much have to be a billionaire to be in the sport. Soccer? No. I mean, you may, you may, uh, you may not consider it a sport, it, you know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, polo? Um, no, no, well, that would be a good one, too. No, thoroughbred racing? Uh, close. Formula One racing. Yeah. That's a, that's a, you know, when those cars get hit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much each car costs, but. Uh, that is kind of surprising when you think about like a football team with, you know, 49 players on it. Yeah. You know, that, that, that a Formula One racer would cost more than, you know. Yeah. Tom Brady and his $40 million a year salary. That he yeah, paid. well, but those cars are like seven figures. I mean, they, they, I mean, those cars are a lot. Yeah, and then uh, they, I'm sure they don't drive them from, you know, San Francisco to Indianapolis. You know, they, yeah, they know. have to transport them. And, you know, I don't know how much those guys get paid. I actually have been on the road where seeing Formula One racers are on the, uh, on the trailer. I've actually driven past one that was being transported. Really, the Sears, yeah, to to Sears Raceway. Yeah, they yeah, uh, and 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 in NASCAR, it's a, it's it's a similar deal. Once that race is over, I mean, they they, they have multiple cars in in the in in the eighteen wheel uh, 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 truck, and then and then it just goes to the next destination. Now, if the next destination is a road course instead of an oval, then there's there's already road there's 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 a special car for a road course there too. So, um, it, it's it's different cars for di for for different needs according to the type of track yeah, and they uh, travel with a huge entourage so that part yeah. is uh, believable that it is pretty expensive and do you know why they always go left on those oval tracks as as, as well the road course is left and right turns but on an oval I mean, course on, on it's, an oval it's a bunch one. of left turns yeah it's only left you know left 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 and the reason is because the steering wheel is on the left hand side so if you crash you're going to crash Generally speaking, against the wall on the uh, on the passenger side, so a little, little less uh, potential injury. Oh, that was kind of neat. Except um, when it's in Europe. What's that? Except when it's in Europe and the, the wheels on the other side. Uh, well, not for racing, unless they unless then they go right. <laughs> I wonder if they do that. You know, I, I have I haven't thought about that like a Le Mans. Type yeah. Idea. Yeah. Good. Did you guys see the movie um, with uh, Ferrari versus Ford versus Ferrari? No, I haven't seen Ford that versus Ferrari. That was a very good movie. Yeah, I, I, true, I enjoyed true story it. too. Yeah, Matt Damon and Christian Bale, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Bale, he dropped a ton of weight for that role to play that driver. He, you know, it's oh, funny yeah. though. He's always seemed kind of lanky, hasn't he? No, no, boy. When he played Batman, that well, dude Batman, was a yeah. But yeah. I guess I was thinking of what, what was the movie where and then and then and then in the uh, and then in that it's not the Italian job, but it's a, it's it's a no. movie like that. He bulked up for that one. He got uh, he, 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 yeah, he got like you know well over two hundred pounds. And then in one role, I think he lost a ton of weight called The Machinist. He yeah. like lost so much weight that he was actually in danger of of killing himself. Wow, I mean he it's like Tom Tom uh, Hanks when he did Castaway. You know, he gained a bunch of weight to, to do the after thing. And then, mm -hmm. then, boy, it's amazing. How, I mean, he was like 50 pounds or something. Yeah. 
I got to get it. Method acting. It's, it's always, you know, that, that's always the tough, toughest part. By the way, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about. Another thing that we haven't brought up is the NBA return. Yeah. And I'm, I'm shocked with how many players are coming into the camps that already have COVID. They, they somehow in the off season, they've been running around getting yeah. COVID like crazy. And I've been wondering, A, what have they been doing all this time? You know, it's obvious they haven't really done a lot of uh, quarantine. Social, yeah, no, 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 no social distancing. Right? And then the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting was that the NBA, I mean, it's, not, it's kind of a, an unknown, it's kind of a known secret. But the NBA did what it did with its crazy playoff uh, scheme and all that and how it has the regular season finishing and all that other stuff. A lot of it was done to include Zion Williamson. That the, the, the NBA was Zion crazy. Well, and he's the like, new it boy. Yeah, exactly. He's the new it boy. And yet then Zion goes and leaves quarantine to take care of some personal matters. So just when they bent over backwards to do everything for Zion, he goes and leaves the quarantine. And I mean, I'm just wondering if the NBA. Yeah, but you know, it. Yeah, but if you're if yeah if if you're if you're gone for more than four days, then you have to test negative twice before you can re-enter the bubble. And speaking of that, they just did NBA testing for COVID just within the last couple days, and no one, no one tested positive. Uh, except for Harrison Barnes. She's still I'm, playing. As I mean, as, as we tape this show yesterday, there were no positive tests. Okay, well, the ones that they know that are are already out, but I know that Harrison Barnes got flagged with COVID. I mean, maybe right before those tests were done. But have any of these? Out. Have any of the NBA players um, had like severe reactions? No. I mean, In fact, there was just much- the uh, story <laughs> the other day that Jack Nicholas down with yeah COVID. in March he and his wife yeah and then he said he had a sore throat and felt a little bit woozy and he's in his 80s yeah and he survived so it, it's it's very weird you know how COVID affects some people and nearly kills them even younger folks yeah and that some folks like a guy like Jack Nicholas you would think oh my god if he got COVID that'd be a death sentence yeah mm-hmm. And he survives. So. But I guess some of this other stuff is, um, you know, even if, again, it's not affecting the person who has it, uh, let's say Harrison Barnes, okay? Um, but him spreading it to other people whose immune system is not that strong, that that's really where it, it seems to, to focus in on. You know, not oh, just yeah. yourself, healthy, it's everyone else. We don't know who, would, you know, if they get it, is going to be severely affected by it. So you have to assume that it's deadly to everybody that gets it yeah. because you don't want it spreading. But it, it is amazing to me how many players, I mean, like about, uh, you know, a third of the Kings, Sacramento Kings roster came down with it pretty well. Wow. Have, like, have you, I mean, I don't know if any doctors, any, I haven't heard this at all. Have they said anything like if every single person were to, you know, do the protocol that they're supposed to stay home? Let's let's just say stay home. Did did they give it like a timeline of when this? Yeah, would be over? they said it could be done in in two to three months. Wow, it would be yeah, gone. That's pretty hard to to stay yeah. completely isolated, you know, for two to three months. 
And well, guess, we're doing the exact opposite, and that's why the numbers keep rising. You know, I just had to go and file for my kids to be distance learning for the remainder of uh, the conceivable future um, when school starts up next month. I mean, we're going to be stuck in remote learning pretty much the entire time, which my son likes, but my daughter does not like it. No, it's social interaction. Yeah, my uh, my daughter just found out that she can uh, do graduate school remotely, and we we had just signed a lease for her. Oh, they, they, landlord yeah. somehow was able to 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 be cool about it. That, yeah, they. Um, it was one of those. The, the landlord was pretty cool, and and actually. Um, I mean, they didn't. They didn't just say, "Gee, that's okay." Uh, they basically said, "Okay, well, we'll try to rent the unit out for you." And the, and within about four or five days, they were able to do that. So now, Vern, what about your kids? Yeah, Vern, what about what about? By the way, kids? I yeah. by the by, by the way, I looked it up. Uh, Harrison Barnes has rejoined the Sacramento oh, game. Okay. Wow. So, so okay. Everything, wow. All I, that was fast. And, and what about your kids? Uh, are what's the uh, my uh, my oldest is going back for senior year, um, and the issue is the middle one, and USC and Los Angeles, which has hot spots all over the place. So that we're 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 still kind of uh, my 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 thought is that he's going to stay here for the fall semester and then go back in the spring. That that's that's my that's that's what my gut tells me today. Gotcha. And, and for my daughter, it, she's going to learn, you know, do the learning part of it at home. Uh, but she will, she'll be theoretically graduating next year. And and so, you know, do we fly back for what would be graduation for graduate school? I mean, we pretty, we pretty much let it, left it up to her to decide. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You know, cause yeah. I mean, it's kind of, there's something about graduating from graduate school. It's not the same, you know, cause it's only a two year program, but it's kind of needs to get the hood. You know, it's kind of neat to be, you know, the master's program and all that. So, yeah, guys, we have, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's see. We have uh, uh, just a couple of minutes before we have to uh, cut to our break with our third trivia question of the 2007 NFL season, um, which will be kind of an interesting uh, question. Again, you guys thought these these would be like softball questions, huh? 2007, it's like right right in the back of your mind. 13 2007. That was that, that 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 was the last year of Barry Bonds in Major League Baseball. That was that, yeah. That was it. Yep. I remember that part? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that. And speaking of, and, and speaking of sports, and I know we got got a little time to kill. What do you guys think about these high school sports now being shut down for the fall and moved to the spring? State of California, CIF, the, all fall sports are now going to be moved to the spring, following suit of the state of Virginia. And I believe there's one other state that's also done the same thing. So instead of, okay. instead of a three-season full of sports, it's going to be two seasons now. You know, I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, the kids, they want to, they, the kids want to play, you know. And, yeah, maybe there's certain sports that, you know, like football would be better in the uh, fall to, to, you know, time rather than, the, you know, when it gets a little bit hotter. But, yeah, the kids are resilient, you know. But uh, it I, is going to be interesting because there's going to be a glut. I mean, you know – it's been a while since you bought, had to take your kids to sports stuff, but for parents of two kids like myself, the idea of them having like all their sports are going to be pushed into like one thing. Or you have a, or one of the kids plays both two sports. Yeah. If you're a two sports star. Yeah. What about that? Yeah. 
All right, here's our uh, third trivia question. 2007 was a record-breaking year for Brett Favre, breaking Dan Marino's records for uh, completions, attempts, and touchdowns in a career. Whose career interceptions record did Brett also break? So that, that one that one was not the good one. <laughs> career so, interceptions. Career interceptions as a quarterback, all right? And uh, is 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 this is this quarterback a Hall of Famer? You know, I the I, record holder for interceptions. I think so. I think so. Let's put it that way. It's not like an automatic. All right? Okay. Okay. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back with some closing comments. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 
800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackman. Third trivia question. 2007 was a record-breaking year for Brett Favre, breaking Dan Marino's record for completions, attempts, and touchdowns. All good things in a career. But whose career interceptions record did he also break? That's not so good. Oof. Wow. I'm just going to throw one out there, and I'm going to say Vince Ferragamo. No, no, no. He's, this, he, this guy played for a really long time. Uh, well, she's what? Uh, not Joe Namath. Nope. Not Jim he, Kelly. Nope. But uh, he, he played not in Fran the, Tarkington. No, but he played during Fran Tarkington and uh, Steve DeBerg. Uh, no, no, that would have been a good guess too. George Amen. Blanda. George Blanda. Wow, Blanda. wow. Would, that's would, a good one. Yeah, two hundred and seventy-seven interruptions, interruptions, interceptions. Favre had two eighty-eight. Is Blanda in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he is. He is. Okay, I can. Yeah, George, and, and going back, I mean, he's he's pre-NFL. I mean, George yeah. Blanda was a great AFL with the quarterback. Houston Oilers. Yeah, and a great uh, kicker right. and a kicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, and, he, and he's one of those guys for the Raiders. I mean, he would. He would, uh, he would do the two-minute drill, drive in a field goal range, and kick the winning field goal. <laughs> How about that? Great. I, I, I like That's watching He has so many points as a quarterback. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and a kicker, yeah. All right, guys, uh, here's our thoughts for the day. When you clean out a vacuum cleaner, you become the vacuum cleaner. You ever thought about that? And, but uh, you don't suck it out. That's, you know, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's Well, that's true. And the quickest way to double your money is to fold it in half and put it back in your pocket. There we go. That is the financial advice nice. you should be, you know, giving every week to our listeners. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Adios, America. America. Applause.